1: Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show, episode 360 of the show. Very stoked that you guys are listening. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check out my new podcast that I'm doing with friend of the show, Molly McAleer. It's called Trend Lightly. It's, a, it's about internet topics. We discuss what's trending that week on the internet. And I would be stoked if you subscribe to it. It's available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, if you would like to be featured here on the show, you can reach out to us via the email. A lot of good email this week mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. You can also send us a voicemail. We also have some great voicemails, it looks like. 464-949-464-TVLS-8257. Oh, you can also subscribe to our bonus content, which is available via the website, theballerlifestyle.com. There's a link at the top of the page. You can click on there. You can also click on via the whatever app you're listening to this show on. It's mostly, it's by far Apple Podcasts that people listen to the show on. So just go to the show notes and there's a link there that you can click and sign up to get the bonus content directly to your phone. I am joined now, as I am always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up, buddy?
0: Hey, I'm just hey. looking at the ticker and it's all these updates of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, uh, what... Every time, and then there were videos. Oh, he was with Spade. He was with uh, right. Dwayne Wade Dwayne yesterday. Wade. Like, um, so I see these these clips of him, and it's like, well, was did he just do the nineteenth hole? And then I, I mean, I don't even know when the accident
1: happened. It was this but, morning. It was this seven fifteen this could, morning.
0: Okay, but that could yeah. be any. You know, yeah. that could be after a long night of drinking, or it could be. Well, whatever.
1: It could um, be, you know, but, he recently had a back surgery. So it could be he was, he's <laughs> medicating himself and he woke up in the morning and had a, a. a guy like Tiger Woods doesn't have to catch a flight, right? He just goes to wherever his plane is. So I don't know. Right. I don't know about him, but he was in, you know, sounded like he was kind of going towards the airport. But, you know, okay. could have been, uh, could have been a little woozy from the night before. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Um, but... <laughs> One thing I was thinking, they're like, oh, well, here he was yesterday. And I was, and all the clips of him outside of, uh, of actual tournaments, he's actually golfing with people. And I was thinking, do people, like, it's crazy to me. I, I get I'm not the biggest golfer in the world. But yeah. anything, like, you don't see basketball players like, oh, here here's LeBron playing pickup with Ed Norton, like, you know, with celebrities. like But yeah. golf, like, Tiger Woods yeah. is always playing golf. That's crazy yeah. to me. I
1: know. He's
0: done nothing but golf his whole life. He I was know. programmed. And it's weird that in his free time,
1: he just and keeps golfs. playing
0: golf. I, yeah. I get he's great. But, like, yeah. when you'd see Jordan being a piece of shit at the casinos and not tipping right. people – but he was doing other things. Like he wasn't right. only playing basketball with people. It's so when, weird. This guy when, only plays golf or gets Jord- into accidents.
1: Right. When Jordan isn't playing, when Jordan isn't playing basketball, he's playing golf. That's right. like Golf is or his, gambling. golf is his, uh, um, uh, and, yeah, and, and gambling on golf, gambling $5,000 a hole on golf. Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, he must love golf. I guess it's I don't just know. crazy it to love
0: anything that much I know. because you would just think by this point, I mean, he's got to be right around my age, what? 45, 44. I think
1: he's 45.
0: Right. And yeah. he did like, you would think at some point you'd be like, I'm just going to take uh, like, I'm not going to play seven days this week. I'm just going to play six.
1: Yeah. He, and, but it is, it is an obsession because those guys, all those guys, even when they're not, participating in golf they're practicing golf there was there was a big story you know who likes to gamble on golf is Phil Mickelson there was a big story a few years ago when you know he was doing insider trading they also had some voicemail text messages from him like gambling on golf on an off weekend with like other pros like he's so like he's so into the action that he's got to do it. But, you know, these guys. I
0: mean, are, that, that's what makes yeah. these guys elite, yeah. you know, yeah. in every way. It's just crazy to me because he, he's got one one gear. He's just golfing.
1: Yeah, golf. Yeah, he doesn't. He kind of was poisoned in that way. Like, he didn't, he never had anything. He didn't have any friends. Didn't have any real, anything else other than the game.
0: Obviously, I hope he's okay, but. Oh, yeah, um, of course. But I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I have no comments on that. So it, they don't even know what happened to him. They said leg yeah. injury.
1: It's a, it sound. I heard, two multiple broken legs. Mm. Kind of like lucky? your he, wrist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. He, um, but I mean, he's lucky to be alive if you look at the car.
0: I he's saw ho- the car and it's like, yeah. Jesus, that's. I've never been in a I've I've been in some car accidents, but not like that.
1: No, of course not. Um, He also like he had it. It wasn't that far from when where he left from where he departed. And, uh, you know, it's if luckily he he puts on his seatbelt as soon as he gets in the car. As we've discussed on this show, I often forget to do that.
0: He wasn't too close to home that he couldn't pick up top speeds because he was Oh yeah. Yeah. He was he's fully in a oh, yeah. in a fast speed.
1: Yeah, he was. Um so hopefully he's okay. Hey, something something I talked about on my show with Malls and I wanted to get your expert opinion on this. Yeah. Because you're as everyone that listens to the show knows, Ed is a history expert. He wrote the book, Heroes and Jerks, available on Amazon.com. There you go. He's, he's he's constantly surprising me, not surprising me, but educating me because I know he knows the stuff, educating me on things that happen in history. But there's there'll a be a
0: new book this Christmas. I, Whoa! I, I'm, already? I'm work. I'm working. I'm I'm nice about six, sixty pages into a new book. Wow! Grinding <laughs> the talking route. with pub talking with publishers, but that's all I've done for the last month.
1: Wow! Impressive. Uh, so there's a there's a big thing going on right now. Online, and I'm not sure if you're if you're aware of this, but Helen Keller -er trutherism is
0: what do you mean? Like she uh, was uh, she was kind of this is this like the Stevie bullshit?
1: It's it's very similar to the Stevie Wonder. There's certain people because he caught a
0: microphone,
1: right? Certain people also that one time he walked off. He didn't need help walking off stage. He just like they left him out. He just. Cruised off. It, there's
0: there's some superhero. Is it Daredevil that he's blind? Like, yeah, it's been they, they have enhanced. They have enhanced uh, senses. Yes, I saw I, that piece I, I, of shit in the theaters. You did? I did. Oh, because man. I that's was worse just, than that time I saw Thor. That's, that's pre Oh, I didn't see. Oh, you saw that Ragnarok thing?
1: Yeah, I got. I got. I got tricked into it when people are like, it's not like a superhero movie. It's funny. And my kid wanted to see it. He was little at the time. And then I went and yeah. saw it. And I'm like, it's exactly like a superhero movie.
0: It's all it <laughs> it's is. It's not funny. No. Uh, yeah, this was, I mean, I go to, I go. I went to a lot of movies anyway, but pre-kids, it was like, if I had nothing going on yeah. on a Sunday in in May, I was like, all right, I'll just roll up to the movies, Had
1: yeah, yeah. a movie. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: So uh, I saw that, and it was yeah. terrible.
1: Well, because Helen Keller, I mean, one, she's a victim of her own accomplishments, I think. And these kids are like, wait, you're telling me, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to be ableist here. So I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure I know the terminology, but I know the Who yeah. song, Tommy. And so she was right. deaf, which is okay to say she was right. couldn't speak I don't know if we can say the word that's in you, the can we say that? it's
0: technically correct, but I, yeah. I think you would just say mute you would not say dumb I don't right. think you I, say dumb you, yeah, anymore Jesus <laughs> to get us canceled I'm just <laughs> saying yeah, she, technically that's what it means that's like okay. geek is technically someone who bites the head off of chickens in a in a sideshow or whatever right. but you know the word the word dumb does not mean what it means but it's back like in when the you dictionary.
1: C- it's like when you go to use the R word these days, they don't. Yeah. People even if you use it in the proper, for with the proper definition in the proper context, you can't use right. the R word. So she was, she was, she was deaf. She couldn't speak. She was also blind, and she had she had many great accomplishments. She wrote books. She was an activist. She did a lot you of. Know, things. It's it kind
0: of short. You know, she gets short shrifted with the whole thing. And Sullivan, I mean the teacher who was actually helping her out. Right. She she doesn't get the credit.
1: Somebody had to communicate because because guess all, what,
0: Helen yeah. on her own. Yeah. Oh, not really doing
1: right. Too much. See, but that could be one of those things. Like, hey, remember there was a sixty minutes, like maybe fifteen years ago, where there and I would like to interview this girl today, where there was this yeah. girl, and she was like six years old, and they're like. This girl is an amazing artist. She's a prodigy. She has she creates these paintings in a way we've never seen before. Her her pictures. She did these massive abstract pieces that they, they would lay the canvas on the floor and she would oh, just is paint this, and above then the,
0: it. But the, is this the one where the parents were doing it?
1: Her parents just happened yeah. to both be failed artists. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, just ha- it just was accident. Just kismet. She was a great artist, but her parents were both failed artists. And then in art, obviously very subjective. And then she, but she was doing these paintings and they were hung in galleries and they were selling for many thousands of dollars. And then 60 Minutes profiled her and they're like, let's see her do one of these paintings. Very much like the time that Johnny Carson had the mentalist Uri Geller. on his That's show right. that we Israeli talked really Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he consulted with the great James Randi, who was a, who was a dedicated his life to debunking things. RIP he
0: like, just, just died.
1: Right. The great James Randi. And he's, like, and Johnny Carson's like, we're having Uri Geller on James Randi. What's, what's your suggestion? And he, and he said, don't let him bring his own spoons, because he would bend spoons, <laughs> right? And bend <laughs> right, or break but they spoons. Were
0: doctored spoons, right? They, Give them doc- your own spoons,
1: <laughs> right? They, they, what they do with the spoons is they, they bend them a whole bunch before they get there, so it's very easy. They're ready to break, so that's the trick, right? And they're, they're good at that. They're good at a thing, but it's not the thing you think of. So similarly, wait, what was I just talking about? Murray Geller.
0: You're talking about Helen Keller.
1: Helen Keller, but I got off track. So. Much, yes. So, oh, the painter. So when, they, when 60 Minutes went to her, you know, to ask her to paint, they're like, the dad's like, oh, she's, she gets so nervous when other people are around. Yeah. How about you guys go away and come yeah. back tomorrow? And I was thought very-
0: he took her into another room by himself or something.
1: He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. There was, but it was, it was like both. It was a very heated thing, much like the Uri Geller tonight show you should it's i'm sure that's on youtube then so similarly like what you're saying coming back to helen keller ann sullivan is probably a fantastic writer Ann sullivan probably had a great many socialist views as helen keller is widely known to be a, a champion of socialism i just wonder is is there is there something to this Helen Keller trutherism cuz and one of the big things is ed that Helen Keller once flew a plane
0: no she didn't that's
1: yes that's that's there that's a thing she did now you know when i was 9 years old i used to go my uncle had a pilot's license and i would go flying with him and oftentimes he would let me fly the plane he would be Yikes. like here's the controls but he wouldn't he wouldn't let me take off He wouldn't let me land when we're up there flying straight. He'd be like, hold on to the, hold on to the wheel. And by the way, in a plane, there's two wheels. You know, it's like, what it's like, if it's, if I were to do something crazy, he could correct right there. So I feel like that's, that's one of the things that the kids are using to, to profess Helen Keller's, they, you know, not that she didn't exist, but that she didn't do these things that people think she did. And I'm 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 putting it to you. You're a man who knows this thing. Should we pursue this Helen Keller trutherism? And also something I learned but yesterday.
0: Did, it, hang on, is yeah. Helen Keller trutherism a thing? Yes. Like I didn't. I've never. I haven't heard this before. It's
1: hot right now. It's very hot with but, the kids. Gen <laughs> Z does not believe in Helen Keller.
0: You know, I, what I would say is, I mean, I believe Helen Keller. Keller is about like a hundred and forty years ago, hundred fifty years ago, something no, like no. that. No, late, late. No, she was definitely like late eighteen hundreds when.
1: Since when no, I think she died in the sixties. Hold on, I, I, but
0: she was a kid, so I'm saying it was like the eighteen oh, oh, eighties where right, right. where the miracle worker shit happened. Yeah,
1: yeah, she yeah, she's born eighteen eighty, died June nineteen
0: sixty eight. Yeah, so when she was six or seven, is when like things started happening. You have to understand, and so I, I in my book I remember I put, uh, so she is important because she she represents something symbolic, and by the way yeah, I, I just kind of dick around with an Instagram account, yeah. and I sometimes get challenged for it, and it's like first of all, like yeah. you know this isn't fucking like I'm not a Harvard professor, yeah. I I know my shit, but right. I it's my own take. I've edit the whole book is an editorialized view of history. Yeah, it's but not, i do not, not a I don't fucking make shit textbook. Up. I don't make it's, shit up, but it's my view yeah. on uh, and, right, It's and but sometimes I get challenged like, well what's yeah. so good about Copernicus? And I'm like, well he represented like people believe the same shit for like a thousand years and then right, one but, person changes perceptions. Right. That's what's so good.
1: But and, Helen and, Keller and, and, sh- sh- yeah. Nobody's 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 challenging you <laughs> about Copernicus.
0: Okay, like who's, check who's my check my Instagram check my Instagram account from like three days ago when it was at, it's Copernicus's birthday, and I was like, he's the first guy that said the sun is the center of the universe, and I'm like, right. yeah, well, what's so great about him? I was like, well, he kind of like changed perceptions of our how we understand yeah. the universe, yeah. but yeah. anyway, yes, sometimes I get challenged yeah. for shit, yeah, and sometimes I just get like random tweets like, this didn't really happen. I'm like, what? What? But so, yeah, like again.
1: Helen Keller, did Helen Keller really happen? I mean, we so know she. What existed. I would say
0: is. The she, what she represents was important because it used to be like well if you were uh, handicapped in any way if there was mm-hmm. any sort disabled. of handicap you were yeah. essentially yeah, yeah. If, if disabled you were you were essentially thrown in the garbage like yeah. you were you were useless to everybody and they just put you in some you know in a corner yeah. and nobody would give a shit so she represented like okay let's let's start to do something with her even though. Or, you know, in many ways, there's still not the the right treatment. There's a long haul, but she was the first step in that. But without question, Ann Sullivan was getting, you know, was was doing things for her. But she was like a symbolic, important symbolic character. I mean, there was some spirit to her, but no, she can't. Uh, You know, 130 years ago. Yeah people can't like there's no proof of shit i mean if you want to look up saints you know cuz saint to be a saint you have oh, to yeah. prove a miracle
1: oh no so saints are real pieces of shit
0: so if you look through saints and it's like oh this person um walked on a battlefield in the year 600 and they t- yeah. they they re, uh brought 70 people back to life and it's like oh that was his miracle oh nobody would do that today and is it because no. Because we can't,
1: Cause, com- cause we they, can't. Because they made it up, right? So, or they weren't actually in dead the year in
0: the, first place. Yeah. in the year 1890 or 1892 when yeah. Helen Keller was really doing stuff. It wasn't that dissimilar to the year 600. Right. Like there was, there was a yeah, lot yeah. less true. Yes. proof going on. There wasn't. There wasn't even fucking yeah. radio then. There was. I mean, we yeah. were talking about like there. There really wasn't a whole lot of difference back then, you know.
1: Also, and also, I mean, this is this is important to note. I'm just seeing here on Helen Keller's. Well, there's two things I'm I'm noticing here on Helen Keller's Wikipedia. One, she was from some place called Tuscumbia, Alabama, which, I mean. How hot yeah. is the bar in Tuscumbia, <laughs> Alabama? Like if right. you it's if a poor man's Tuscaloosa. Bar. Right, right. Tuscumbia like come on. Like it's I don't feel like any atoms were being split in Tuscumbia in eighteen eighty. So that's one. Right. B the Wikipedia says that Ann Sullivan was her teacher and also lifelong companion. Friend. Friend. Just is this is this like you know your lesbian aunt has that roommate, and yeah. you maybe she's maybe coming. You go, she's
0: coming to, the, to Thanksgiving. She, got, her yeah, friend. She got to Thanksgiving. her friend maybe, Terry.
1: Right, right. She brings her. Maybe, maybe you stop by one time because she needs you to help move the dining room table, and it's and it's you and Terry that actually move the dining room table because Terry's a robust woman, and you see you see Terry's rooms made up, and the bed is just made. It's the the. the comforters on there so tight it just doesn't look like that bed's been slept in <laughs> in quite a while
0: is man that, you've got hospital yeah. style bed make making <laughs> skills
1: ter- terry keeps her room nice it's almost like she never goes in there to sleep i notice. uh so it's i don't know it's so it's something to think about i just i'm i'm kind of on board with the hell yeah keller I'm, kind, truth. I'm
0: I'm kind of on board with it the, uh, the real quick my favorite thing about helen keller is before she got ann sullivan yeah she got an Alexander Graham Bell. Really? And and so this is the thing. This yeah. is the thing that I, I, I maybe in my research, I just didn't know about this. Alexander Graham Bell was one of my favorite things I realized. He, he's a fucking liar. He didn't Yeah. He didn't invent shit. He stole and that shit. And he stole it from Elisha Gray, Muhammad. I think.
1: No. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and so, real quick, he knew this guy was working on was essentially the te- telephone. He knew he, the guy was working on it. He knew somebody at the patent office. His lawyer was Civil War buddies uh, with the patent. Nice. The guy at the patent office. The patent office guy was a drunk with a gambling problem and it owed money to Graham Bell's lawyer. Yeah. And yeah. so the guy filed the patent. Let's say he filed it on like Valentine's Day or something. It was something like that. And the the same uh, the next day or something. Graham Bell files the exact same thing. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we got to decide who wins it. Alexander Graham Bell. Even though in all of his drawings, everything, he had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And scandal. now he's and he's synonymous with the telephone. He didn't yeah. even do it. And the other guy just became like a professor in Ohio. Um, but apparently, you know, and people speculate, was there a guilt? He started getting into charity work, and that's what put him in touch with Helen Keller which put him in touch with Ann Sullivan.
1: Right. Interesting. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Speaking, I know I don't need to, we don't need to continue. We don't need to make this a history podcast. We don't want to bore the shit out of everybody. This is kind of interesting. And another inventor um, piece of shit was New Jersey's own Thomas Edison.
0: Oh, (gasps) awful piece of shit. He was a patent. He was a patent troll. Yeah, he was. That's what he was. He was was a patent troll. Like he, he actually did some good work on the light bulb. Yeah. But almost everything wasn't his. It was either his employees or just someone else, and he Bill gates them. Like, he just drove them out of business and took their shit.
1: Disgusting. It's all, it's, you know, it's weird. We get, we get the, the history that we are taught, and this is why you guys need to buy Heroes and Jerks. The history we are taught is it's fucking white history, and it's all bullshit. It's all- His,
0: History's told by the winners. Right. And you know who said that?
1: Somebody one of uh one. Yeah. Wasn't,
0: wasn't it- uh, uh, It was like Himmler or- One of Hitler's oh, top guys is the right. one who said history's told by the winner. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. That's exactly right. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, I wanted to share that. Also, Ed, I wanted to- I've been working with, and we've discussed this previous on the show, the penis connoisseur has been in touch. And okay. And a listener- has submitted his dong for review. It's just difficult for us to book the penis connoisseur apparently very busy. It's difficult for us to book her, but we're we're efforting her participation next week on the show episode three sixty one okay. The Return of the penis connoisseur with a review of one of our listeners' genitals. Very excited for that. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll try to get her a different time. Let's do some voicemails.
2: He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. He's such a stupid
3: fuck. He He's down
1: on his luck. His voicemails really suck. Uh, uh. His voicemails really suck. Uh, uh. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit 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 shit. shit. Okay, he's a, a couple of got voicemails. Oh, what's this one? We just got one. This one's just come in during the show, Ed. Oh. Nine seven zero. Is that? Hold on. If there's no transcription available, but I think. No. Okay. Hold on. Oh, the transcript. Nine
0: seven zero is, oh, is Colorado.
1: Oh, Colorado. Oh.
0: Northwestern and northern parts of Colorado. So, you know
1: where? For- that's Fort Collins up there. in Nine seven zero. Let's uh. Let's see. Let's see who's called in here. What's up, Dollars Telly Two Puts here. Oh, yeah. legend. One time, one I'm time, guessing, yes, it's got
0: to be Tiger related. Well, oh, okay, Well, if he just came in,
1: let's let's rehash because Telly Two Puts, he's a friend of the show. One time, we had, to, we had to interview him because he used to be called Telly Two Putts, which is right. you know, that's uh, that's the, the plural. Two putts, right? It's the the words agree. Now he's called Telly Two Putt because he lost. He was he was thrown off of Instagram, much oh. like I was. Much like I was for one day. Oh yeah. When I, when I when I wished that when I when I noted that Rush Limbaugh was soon to die an agonizing death of. Lung cancer. Now, I didn't yeah. say I hoped that would happen, but that's exactly what happened. That is what happened. But I, when I when I noted it, all I said is, "This man is going to die in an agonizing and lonely death from lung cancer." That's all I said. I got kicked off at Twitter for twelve hours. Telly Two Putts. He got banned for life because. Patty power. He threatened the a life British of British gambling. Power. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, isn't that like threatening the life of AT&T or MGM casinos? Like it's that happens every day. Well, he lost his accountant and now he's called telly Tuput. but we, you know, today I don't like to date the shows, but today Tiger Woods was injured in a, in a terribly, terribly injured in a car accident. And I imagine this is what, Tell has to say. Oh, he's also he's also called in. So we we interviewed him that one time. He's called in several times, often drunk. Remember, he was having a problem because he was dating a woman and he's he often updates us on his dating life. He was yes. he was dating a woman and he he felt inferior or he was concerned because the last guy that banged her literally Caused her to have oh, a stroke. Oh yeah. He f- stroked out. So, he fucked her so good, Ed, that she orgasmed herself into a brain injury. That's and that's a lot. That's intimidating. That's intimidating. But you know, and Telly's Telly's not super confident in his dick game, and I get that. Then also he joined us to review because he loves BMX and he begged us for a long time. Oh yeah. He, he joined us to he joined us to re- review the great 80s movie with Bart Connor as the villain. And let's let's not forget oh, how God. how how many 1984 Olympic gymnasts were forced down our throat after the Soviets boycotted. Yeah. The medal for the first time uh, with with villain Bart Connor, And before that. He encouraged us. With the help of Jason Stewart. To review, oh yes, the worst movie we've ever talked about on this show, Howard the Duck. So that is our that's our background with Telly. Let's see what Telly has to say today.
2: Uh, to discuss card collecting
0: because you're way off on card collecting.
1: Oh no, if you collect cards, you're a loser. That's
0: I did it's, when I was no. a kid.
1: Sure you did, but you're in your 40s now. Are you? Are you still running to rip packs every fucking Sunday at Target that they put them <laughs> no, out? No, but that was that was a
0: big part of my life when I was in like fourth, fifth grade.
1: Fourth and fifth grade? Yes, that's like that's the same time you like wrestling. Are you turning? Off? What's with what's with? Well, I never know? liked
0: wrestling. Remember that? Oh,
1: you know, well, I liked wrestling. I I didn't when because my dad told
0: me it was trash. So I was like, all right, it's trash. All right.
1: All right. I turned 11 and then I realized what the fuck am I watching? Now people watch it as adults, unironically, and it's insane. Also, it's on Fox and it's covered by pretty much every sports news website and blog for some reason. Yes. It's insane. And sometimes you see a headline
0: and the person, there might be like a last name that's similar and you're like, what? He, uh, yes. Somebody knocked out somebody. And then you look yeah. and it's wrestling. What?
1: It's wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's greasy bodybuilders. They're very, they're athletic dudes. I'll give them that. It's greasy bodybuilders rolling around in Southern cities for the most part. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm not, I, hey, <laughs> I'm not saying that, that wrestling appeals to a, a lower IQ demographic. I'm just saying a lot of the fans of wrestling have Southern accents. That's all I'm saying. That's it. That's all I'll say. Okay, let's <laughs> let's see let's see what Ed or, or Ed what Telly has to say about collecting cards. Another thing is before I get to Telly, I like jokingly I was gonna I was gonna have Santa Claus put um, a pack of Magic the Gathering. Cards in my son's stocking for Christmas because he makes fun of his other friends for going to like Magic the Gathering parties. We did a story years
0: ago that was like a lot of money was on the line with Magic the Gathering.
1: It's very like if you have a if you have the right deck, it could be worth thousands of dollars. Bitcoin. Remember that the Mount Gox. Yeah. The, the biggest the biggest Bitcoin robbery in history. Was Mount Gox's Magic the Gathering something exchange? It was all it was all to trade Magic the Gathering cards via Bitcoin. So I, w- I went to buy him some Magic the Gathering cards, like as a as a silly thing for his yeah. For it was like twenty seven dollars for a pack of them. Really? No, I it see so it exp- in it Target, so like yes, as
0: that's right. it's see. there's like an aisle right by the checkout yes, of Target, yes, and I see it. and I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, I was I was checking out with a loads of stocking stuffers, and I could see over to, to where that row is, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna go grab some of those." While she was ringing me up, and I walked over there, and, I, and they were so prohibitively expensive. I was because I thought it was gonna be like three dollars. It was it was like eighteen dollars or something ridiculous for like six cards. Okay, let's see. Telly, not surprisingly, a guy who's never made a woman come to our knowledge, he Whoa. is all he. Well, it's, he called in about it. He is also into collecting cards, apparently. Let's check in with him.
2: It's hotter now than it's ever been. What? But I guess I'll have to leave that for
3: next week. But I need you guys. I know Brian has a an in with Spade, or maybe you don't anymore. I guess you don't. No,
1: I never did.
0: Um,
3: but <laughs> somebody needs to put David Spade on notice if he has anything to do with Tiger Woods. I'll call back next week.
1: Telly. See telly. You. Telly. We, it's the only thing we know about David Spade on the show. Oh, we don't hes know. the original, right? We we discussed, we've asked many times, and we've never gotten a, a, a definitive answer. And I don't think we're going to now. Yeah, whether think, or not I think
0: we're not going to know.
1: It's that's it. Let's ship a sail. Unless we get unless we get somebody else on this show, maybe the penis dinosaur knows.
0: He's put he's put it out there. He's I mean, it's not like it's not yeah. like this was a one time thing. Thing yeah. he's been out there.
1: He's fucked a lot. Anybody within the sound of my voice that's had sex with the great comic, comic actor, host, David Spade, who we, who we stand on the show. I think he's hilarious. Oh, he's a delight. He's a
0: delight. He's a great,
1: he's a great conversation. His episode of The Norm Show was fantastic. He's, he's just a great dude. But we, we wanted to know whether or not he was a loud comer. (laughs) And just because he played golf with them the day before, and I kind of see, I kind of see. What about Dwayne Wade? Right. Well, Dwayne Wade's also could be culpable because, you know, maybe Tiger's out there playing with the same event, right? Maybe Tiger's out there playing with David Spade, and you know, they get a little professional conversation going about their what they like to use to change their latitude, so to speak. To elevate themselves, maybe that's maybe that's maybe Tiger borrows a little something, and it's maybe he's not used to that, and just, and he gets a little sleepy when he's drunk. Who knows? But Dwayne Wade, let's not forget. Dwayne Wade is part of the new school of NBA players who are fancy themselves wine connoisseurs. Yeah. Remember Dwayne Wade did that very depressing should I retire special on ESPN. I don't know how I ended up watching it because I partake in almost no sports and definitely no fake sports documentaries. And I remember he was like sat down with LeBron James. He's like, what should I do? And, and LeBron James is like, you know, the only way we can discuss this is if we crack open a bottle of 2009 Chateau Lafitte Pink High and... We, we decant it and we, we we we,
0: Douche chills.
1: we, 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 we swirl it. We Ugh. take in the aroma to D- Dwayne Wade, big wine drinker. And as we know, Tiger Woods, not a big alcohol guy. So maybe, huh? Could be had a little more than he bargained for. Who knows? This is, this is actually a legitimate question. Telly we'll, we'll keep investigating. Okay, another voicemail.
2: Brian, Ed, it's Dolomite.
1: Dolomite, haven't heard from him in a while. We we often hear from Dolomite's number one fan, FanFan. Fan.
0: <laughs> That's right, FanFan fan makes more appearances. His number one fan yes. is way more prolific than Dolomite. Yes, yes. But it's, we love he, Dolomite.
1: I, and we also love FanFan, fan. they're both great.
0: Listen, I uh, try and make calls to the show and I have
2: a salient point and uh, today is no exception. I gotta admit, it's been a really tough week for me. Uh, first, I got canceled on Twitter for a
1: misunderstood Elliot Page joke. Mm. I like, mean, that was a lot of fun. Oh. Dolan? He said he got canceled for a misunderstood Elliot Page joke. Dola, <sighs> it's just as, from me to you, as a guy that tries to make content on the internet, it's the third rail, dude. You just yeah. let... let
0: let- to thread that needle is so difficult. Yes, I don't it's know. It's probably best, to right? Not.
1: I, I would say let them. I think it's safe to say let them, as I don't know Elliot's pronouns. I would say let them live their life and just don't don't make an understood or misunderstood Elliot Page joke. That's my suggestion.
0: Then I, I'm yeah. more. I have a more yeah. of a problem of that Diablo Col- Cody movie. Oh, I don't like her writing. She's the worst. I didn't like. That was the movie that put her on the map, right? The one she gets pregnant. Juno?
1: What's the blog? I didn't.
0: I didn't. I didn't enjoy that at all. Her writing's
1: horrible, Ed. Her writing's terrible.
0: Let me talk to my hamburger phone. Hey, I'm pregnant. Go fuck yourself. Like what? What?
1: No, her her writing's horrible. Although I would still say she's not quite as bad as the the universally lauded Aaron Sorkin, who is equally awful. As agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. And also, imagine naming yourself Diablo. Professionally, so She's a, stripper. a devil. She
0: was a stripper, though. That's fine Sure. a stripper. Okay,
1: okay. Or, or, that's a good fucking backstory. Either way, hey, I'm not judging you. I mean, I am for fucking calling yourself Diablo Cody professionally. That sounds like a 1840s gunfighter. Diablo Cody, hey, hey, everybody, (laughs) get out of the saloon! Diablo Cody and the gang just ran rode into town.
0: I'm not opposed to Diablo as a as a stripper name. I guess it's kind of intriguing. Yeah, but then she left the strip game.
1: Yeah, and she's yeah, and she's a highly compensated screenwriter. For some reason, she's still not as bad as Aaron Sorkin, given name as far as I know.
0: But yeah, just stay off Elliot Page. Also, I mean, who yes. cares?
1: Yeah, leave them alone. Um also, strip clubs canceled. Is our strip club Is no. there ever going
0: to be a strip club again? No, we used to do stories like uh, 6, 8 months ago yeah. where they were still finding That's a way. True. That's true. And you know what's funny? The yeah. the whole thing you can't be indoors and now all these places have built these outdoor tents this that have been It's just the same as being indoors. It's indoors. Yeah. Everything's closed yeah. off. It's like, yeah. well, what are we doing
1: here? So you're just oh, slightly colder. I had I had breakfast with my beautiful girlfriend and her delightful son. And it was like yeah. we went to a breakfast place and they're like, okay, come sit out on the patio. And it was like in the parking lot, but they'd put fucking astroturf down and and I was like it was like um standing on a really steep hill. Like it was like my my chair was like slightly falling back the entire time because I and I was hungover. My chair was like slightly falling back because the the parking lot was at a slight slant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking horrible. Eating in a parking lot. Zero uh, stars. Do I got to say
0: <laughs> It's my issue. It's not that I don't like it on principle, but that's my issue with a lot of outdoor dining. Yes. You're not on level ground and the Horrible. chairs, the quality of chairs Disgusting. for outdoor dining yes. is usually terrible. Yeah. There's like yeah. rickety or yes. your back is sore by the end of it. Yeah. It's outdoor dining has a real comfort problem. It's,
1: yeah, it's unless they're, they're, they've taken care and it, unless it's the right time of year, the spring, the sun's not in your eyes. They're, they're really set up with the furniture. Their, their patio is set up. these, these hastily assembled outdoor yeah. patios are unusable in my opinion.
0: It's yeah, just, folding, just chairs, folding chairs horrible. Folding chairs suck to eat on. Absolutely. Like it's
1: No. Totally agree. Um okay, let's see what Dolomine has to say.
0: Today, first,
2: Tiger does his absolute best Alex Zidari impression that Elon has to rescue him from the car accident. <laughs> Then, minutes later, I get blocked by my dear friend and Xbox Live golf partner, Telly Tuput, for oh. something I didn't even say. What? I don't understand how a litany of Texans fans can get through a decade of me trolling their team, but our guy Telly is incensed when anyone brings up Tiger's transgressions, like his hiring escorts, banging kids' waitresses, the loss of his wife, the loss of his sponsors, the loss of his dignity, the acquisition what? and subsequent loss of that gray tooth, his failed plugs, or his DUI. By the way, I'm a huge Jack Easterby fan. I love what he's doing for the Texans. Anyway, don't get me wrong, I get blocked a lot, but this is one I didn't deserve, at least until now. Now, I'll have no way whatsoever of knowing Kelly's morning time claims of sobriety have been made, only to be left unsurprised when he'll post pictures at 11 a.m. from the bar. Yeah, I won't get to see his championship cornhole takes and I won't get to see all his butthole searches for Paul. I'm really sad. I'm hoping time heals this. him. Wow. Anyway, I gotta keep it on brand. Wow. Fuck guy, Fieri. Nice. hey, fuck hey. King's Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> in the commercials to say his name with a T. There's no fucking T in Fieri. Fitty. Fuck I, I hate
0: him. Wait what fuck why what? what's wrong with King's Hawaiian rolls? I don't really eat them, but fuck what?
1: King's Hawaiian rolls. You know, somebody a- somebody recently sued the King's Hawaiian company, because King's Hawaiian, as our good friend, Manuel and Gardena can attest. They're made in the South Bay. They're made in the Torrance area. They might actually be made in Gardena, Gardenia where Manuel lives. It's somewhere. It's right in there. I mean, I, they're,
0: I, they're
1: I not assume Hawaiian.
0: I've, I assume I've had them before, yeah, they're but kind of it, sweet. it just doesn't factor into my life whatsoever. Yeah. For, so for somebody to say fuck King's Hawaiian, like yeah. it's a, Pretty.
1: It's, it's like a it's like a sugary little roll thing. It's like a sugar, okay, sugary right. little bread thing. You know, it's re- like.
0: Well, I if, like he's taking a stance. Yeah, like weird, weird if, stance. If, but I like it.
1: If you if it's the day after Thanksgiving and you put out all your you put out all your leftovers and maybe have some family over for a few beers in the afternoon, and you put out some Kings Hawaiian rolls and some S- some deli mustard. With the leftover ham quick. and turkey? Oh, fuck, dude. Because it's like a little pocket. You just, yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. small. You rip them I, open. Yeah, I know.
0: I can picture it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Delicious. There's nothing Post wrong.
0: Post-Thanksgiving, I'm all about that rye. Oh,
1: fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do a rye sandwich. Rye with
0: my turkey mm. sandwich, my uh, yeah. Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, yeah. Well, ter- turkey and stuffing on rye. Get out of here. Delicious. I,
1: I vacillate, and I'll go back and forth with this. And, of course, Thanksgiving was canceled this year. But- I uh, I'll go back and forth with this. I'll just do the sandwich with like just like a regular sandwich, like sourdough with the leftover. It's a little white meat, a little dark meat, a little skin. I'll do that with mustard, slice of cheese, and just like that as a sandwich. Or like you're saying, I'll do the I'll do the turkey dinner on the sandwich. I'll do the gravy. Yeah, that's
0: that's kind of my move. Yeah, a little I, mashed but,
1: potatoes, delicious. But if it's just,
0: yeah. But yeah, if it's just like a turkey and mustard, I'll I'll do that sometimes. But usually r- rye, like the day before Thanksgiving, Great. I'll buy a fresh loaf of rye.
1: Delicious, cannot go wrong. Kosher, with that. It's, it's fan- oh fantastic, a nice Jewish rye. Yeah, of the, course, like the one Jerry was had to get that one time. Okay, uh, let's see what's uh, let's another quite a few voicemails this week.
3: On Angelo and Katie here. Finally thawing out here in Houston, catching up on the show. Uh, we
1: should we should make a point of that. Art, a lot of friends, a lot of people that I interact with often, that I'm friends with on social media, and a lot of my real life friends are were were overwhelmed by the by a freak yeah. winter storm, a hundred and twenty year storm in Texas. They were buried under snow. They lost power. They lost water. My my heart is with you guys. I I know. You're coming out of it now, thank God. Yeah, I so today a it was thing. eighty. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: This fucking planet. It's, it's eighty today. But uh yes, absolutely.
1: Yes, yes. It's we we should have let off with that. I'm glad Angelo reminded us, and I'm glad Angelo and Katie is is doing well.
0: Good man.
3: Yep. About
1: Uh oh. Oh, uh, no.
3: Finish it off with a seltzer. And as an American male, we make fun of each other. Hold on. Is there
1: something? Let's try to play this again. I think something might have been wrong with, with the, the cell service in southern Texas. But let's let's check again.
3: On Angelo and Katie here. Finally thawing out here in Houston.
0: Catching up on the show. Yep. About. Oh. Okay.
1: Yep. Well, look, well, let's just try to guess what he's and saying.
3: As an American male, seltzer. we make fun of each other about what we drink. Oh. So I'm gonna do this in the best Brian Beckner tone.
1: Oh. Okay. What a. F- oh, I feel okay. like he's making fun of me, and we can't hear him. Gonna-
0: no, no. I think he's he's saying he's making fun of somebody for drinking seltzer. I think oh, that's what he's t- gonna, yeah, doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if he can he gets back into gets out from under that bridge.
0: Polish off a four pack of wine
3: coolers and. Maybe a Zima at the end. Um, yeah, just a
0: bad look, Brian. Hey, you're oh. talking
1: about... Oh, he's making fun of me for drinking he's, seltzer. He is,
0: he's making fun of you.
1: Yeah, it's very light. and But also, not convinced it has alcohol in it. The seltzers. Because I drink them.
0: I, I think I told you, I had one in the fall, like Michelle had a four-pack yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, it doesn't seem like... that. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's booze in it. Yeah, not much. Drinking one beer and
3: getting away with it. I tell you how I do it. I don't fuck around with a 4.2% alcohol. I go for a double or triple IPA. That's how you do the single beer. You gotta finesse the game. If you're gonna have a single beer, make it a big one. Go big. Okay. You know, it's not good to speak ill of the dead. I know the passing of Rush Limbaugh and so I was thinking of something nice to say and the only thing I could come up with was
1: Oh. I really was looking forward to this.
3: I was curious where this yeah. Dead motherfucker's legacy. Uh, uh to come up with. I know you guys don't do that a lot, you guys talk about dicks a lot, not politics a lot. That's right. Uh keep up the good work. Have a blessed week, fellas.
1: Oh, hey, Angelo. Thanks, pre- Angelo. Appreciate you, brother. Sorry sorry. the phone call didn't work out better, but we, we, we agree with you, I'm sure. Well,
0: there's a Rush-related story coming up.
1: Oh, good. That's good to hear.
0: Hey, guys, it's Drew in Houston. Hey, uh, I love don't Drew. mean to make this
2: fast food radio, fast okay. food podcast, but I'm going to tell you this. Canes is dog shit. Oh, Raising Cane. Oh! It's fucking terrible. No, it's good. First of all, the chicken has no seasoning on it, It is completely bland. The only way you can make it edible is to eat it with that sauce. And the sauce is good.
1: The sauce is fucking good. You dip it in the sauce. I haven't taken a bite of Canes without the sauce. And Ed.
0: They charge you extra for that sauce. They
1: charge you for that sauce. They're so proud of that fucking sauce. Throw like a dozen sauces in the bag. Okay. A dozen sauces. That's like four bucks.
0: Yeah, it's nothing. No, yeah. get it but try to eat that
2: chicken without the sauce never it's horrible Yeah. anyway canes overrated it's always packed kids it's love true. it it's fresh I get it but it fucking it's sucks it's expensive anyway have a good one
1: bye hey uh, you're you not wrong and you know what I was uh, you know what I mentioned to my children my children and I were on a road trip this weekend we went skiing we we're coming back and we we're talking about canes and I was saying how I have this listener I went hey this guy listens to my podcast he fucks a lot his name's LSU And he's, he went to school with the guy. We learned this last week. He went to the school, to school with the guy that started Raising Cane's and he was asking about my order. And I was like, I'm like, there's only three things on the menu. There's, there's the, the chicken fingers, there's the coleslaw and there's the Texas toast. And my son goes, yeah, but you got to trade out the coleslaw for more Texas toast. And that's what LSU said. He said the same thing that LSU said. I'm like, Oh, I never did that. I don't know. I just eat the."
0: That sounds like a good move. Because yeah, it's not I, really I the don't, best coleslaw. I'm not a coleslaw guy.
1: Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's nothing. It's nothing special. Uh, thanks for that, Drew. Okay, one more. Oh, this one looks kind of long.
2: Hey, Brian, Stu, what's up? It's Dave in Salt Lake.
1: Oh, uh, oh, you know what? This is should... this is this is for the Bachelor podcast because he said for Stu. Okay, that's it. That's it for uh, voicemails. Let's let's do some email and then we'll get into the stories on the show. Yeah. First email. Ballers. I know these emails are usually an attempt at humor by us writers, but I'm genuinely curious about your thoughts on a couple new documentaries on Netflix. First, Night Stalker. About serial killer Richard Ramirez and the terror he caused in L.A. in the mid-80s. Second, the dock on the Cecil Hotel near L.A.'s Skid Row. Brian. Brian. What was it like in L.A. those few years in the mid-80s when Ramirez was on his spree? I don't I don't think it was a few years. I think it was a few months. Do you remember much? Vividly. And have you ever stayed at the Cecil Hotel? How white trashy? I mean, no, of course not. Uh, or have any stories you've heard from others? Keep up the good work. Baller signed. J.L. in Minnesota. Okay, a couple things. The Cecil, Ed, I don't know if you've watched the documentary. I've seen most of it, but... I was familiar with the Cecil, and to to the point, I was driving in downtown LA probably like four months ago, and I was driving down 2nd Street towards the 101 freeway, and I had met up with somebody down there, and I was driving, and I just happened to be going past the Cecil Hotel, and there's a big sign on the side of it. And I was familiar with the Cecil Hotel, so I took a picture of it, Ed, and I put it I shared it on my Insta story. I could have a shower right before bed Or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded On my Insta story Don't be boring on my Instagram So I shared a picture, and then I did that thing where I did a screen recording where I just... just so people would think, Oh, uh, Brian's not staying at a transient motel. Is he? I mean, I know things aren't going, aren't going so well for him, but you know, hopefully he's not right. that down on his luck. So I took a picture of the sign and then i and then I did like a screw. I was really proud of myself on my story. I did like a screen recording of the Wikipedia page of the Cecil hotel and also shared that on my Insta story. And then like two weeks later, a fucking documentary comes out about the place. And it's very interesting. Of course, There's one very famous death there, but there's, there's, I think um, they, they interviewed the woman that managed the Cecil hotel for a decade. And again, Ed, this is, this is a transient hotel. It's, uh, it's I feel like we
0: talked about this recently, right?
1: Yeah. It's got, it's got like 700 rooms. It's, it's shared. It's a shared bathroom situation. You know, Mm -hmm. like the bathrooms are down the hall, kind of like where the blues brothers lived. And it's, it, you know, it's a dangerous place. There's often murders there, drug overdoses. So I was aware, and it's been around since, like, the boom of, like, 1900 when they built L.A. So Have you ever stayed was, in
0: a place like that with the shared bathroom? No, no. Like, have you ever stayed in a like youth a hostel? hostel? No, yeah.
1: I would, though, because oh I, fe- I feel
0: like... It- I, I, I had sex in host- yeah, a youth hostel say, bathroom I was one say, time.
1: Did you get it in? You got it in in a hostel, because that's what I you do
0: did. there. I did. I had sex in it, like a shower. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And, uh... <laughs> like midway through, somebody comes in, yeah. and you can hear them going to the bathroom. It was fucking yeah. horrible. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it was hor- not horrible enough for me to stop, but yeah, it was it was yeah. it was a bad scene. It was in Dublin.
1: Yeah, I um just not similarly. I I spent the night in a super eight not that long ago because yeah, I went and saw the it's before the this is in the before times. Yep. I went, I went and saw the dead and company, the grateful dead with John Mayer and, and at the great. forum in Englewood is fantastic. <laughs> and he's, but there's, there's nowhere nice to stay in Englewood. Like Eng, Englewood's, Englewood's on come. always
0: up to no good. Right.
1: Yeah. So, and there were, there was, uh, so these girls that I went with, they got a room at the super eight down the street on century and it was like not super comfortable. And I tried to go to sleep in one of the beds in there. And as I was falling asleep, I could smell cigarette smoke that I assumed was like seeping up from the room below me. Like no one in my room was smoking cigarettes, but it was like burning my eyes and nose. And I'm like, you know what's happening. Someone is in the room below me smoking a cigarette and I could smell the cigarette smoke. It was awful. So no, I never stayed in the Cecil hotel quickly. I haven't watched the, I haven't watched the night stalker documentary because it's terrifying. It was, I lived that, that was, that was in 1985. So I would have been 10 years old. I think it was the summer between fifth and sixth grade or it was during fifth grade. Um, it was fucking terrifying. I've, I think I've mentioned before on the show that there was a rumor that he was hitting yellow houses near the freeway. So my uh, kid I went to school with and people that went to elementary school will remember this painted his house. We, we were terrorized by this man, the serial killer. He was, he didn't murder. Everyone knows I grew up in Costa Mesa. He didn't murder anyone that lived near me, but he did a murder in Mission Viejo, which is South LA. That's how, that's actually how they caught him, Ed, because he was driving this like old Datsun B210
0: well, a bunch of Mexicans be- beat him up, right?
1: Well, that's how that's how they caught him, caught him. But they right. knew who he was because he drove into a neighborhood and some kid was up late at night wrenching on his ATC, his three-wheeler, in the garage. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning and he and he heard this, this beater drive down his street kind of slow and he's like, what's that car? And he just noted it was like a yellow – it was either like a Toyota – corolla or a b210 and he just noted the car and then then some people down the street from him got mutilated to death that night okay and then they but they had the license plate or something then they knew who they were looking for and i think a couple days later in east la he he got the beat down he got the tire iron (laughs) they fucked him up yeah from some from some local homies in the barrio. So yeah, I remember that vividly. It was terrifying. It's so terrifying that I I still um refuse to I can't watch I don't want to watch the documentary cuz it's just too scary. Also, I remember his trial was covered here locally very extensively. I remember what he said to the judge when he was sentenced to death. What is Big deal. <laughs> big deal. He had a pentagram drawn on his hand. That's and he I held knew it that. Up. And he said, and he said, big deal. Death comes with the territory. See you in Disneyland. Jesus. That's so terrifying. Chilling. Fucking so scary. He mutilated people. And then I believe he was married several times in the joint.
0: (laughs) Irresistible charm.
1: Yes. He had a line of women. Let's be honest. Probably mostly fat dying to marry him while he was in prison where he died of cancer. I would also I haven't watched a documentary but I have read his Wikipedia page. He was one of these and this is most serial killers I think a severe blow to the head in childhood.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, very common.
0: The closest I came to any of any sort of serial killer type stuff was yeah. I was down in the Beltway during the Beltway Killer. Oh yeah. Because my buddy had tickets to a I think Terps Wake Forest game, something like that. Yes, yeah. And Michelle's like, you're not going down there because it had started the week before and he was yeah, still was at going. large. Yeah. And it was in the area. It was not, you know, maybe it was yes. 15 minutes away. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, somebody's going to kill me? Like, what, what's going on? And I didn't. And I was like, you know, very brave about going down there. And then when it was time to get out of the car, I was like, oh, this wasn't a good idea.
1: No. No. Like, <laughs> Well, that was – so that's much like the guy I went to high school with painting his house. That was – you don't want to be pumping gas because the Beltway Killer right. was was – he'd set up. We later learned that he had a hole cut in his trunk and him or his kid's that's sidekick right. would, would sniper people. Yeah, John Boyd Malvo. He <laughs> – yeah, Lee Boyd Malvo.
0: John <laughs> Allen <laughs> Muhammad.
1: Right, and Lee Boyd or, Malvo.
0: Yes. Lee Boyd Malvo.
1: He um he would shoot people at gas stations. I actually used to know a guy. I used to be acquainted with a guy who was like not called to testify, but intervi- interviewed by the police because he was living in DC. I believe he was going to school. And either John Muhammad or Lee Boyd Malvo hit him up for directions at a 7-Eleven. Wow. He encountered. The Beltway sniper who was like, "Hey, how do you get to uh Sixth Street?" And he's like, "Oh, you just it's the next exit or whatever." So, yes, that was that was also terrifying. Thank you for that email, JL in Minnesota. Uh dear Brian and Ed. Oh, hold on, dear Brian and quote Ed, and quote
0: oh, boy here it comes.
1: <laughs> After a month of what can only be described as modern-day torture, I am finally catching up on this priceless content, hashtag Team Red Circle, hashtag Team Way Behind, but catching up to current episode. Although I used to reside in a sleepy little beach town not too far from Brian, I have made the cross-country move to North Carolina for my fiancé's work.
0: Oh, is this the woman that... I think so. Yeah. reached out to us before. We yeah, wanted follow-up, yes. Yeah, I believe it is.
1: This consisted of driving from California to North Carolina for a second time in two months and temporarily staying with my future mother-in-law while living out of boxes and house hunting in the rain. That sucks. Now, you know what I meant by modern-day torture. Can you – is it is it against the rules to get it in when you're living with the mother-in-law or how does that work? Do you – course you do you just gotta be quiet you just gotta be quiet right you gotta be you just quiet make it obvious yeah so now that all of this is behind us i can catch up on the only reliable news source on the internet tbls and start yes. to plan my destination wedding That you is you were until- going
0: you were going bad on destination weddings
1: Yes, that is until I got to episode three fifty eight. Swarms. Who names an episode that? Oh, me, where I was personally attacked as I worked away on my address list for save the dates. Not only will it be a destination wedding, but it will most <laughs> likely still be affected by COVID in twenty twenty two two things I thought would help cut down on the guest list of crazy ants and courtesy invites that I'm somehow socially obligated to send. With all that being said, where should I mail your save the dates or best to save the money on postage and put it towards an elaborate cannon firing at a gender reveal in coming years. Trusting you both with my future and crossing my fingers that this is a one time deal as planning a wedding is my literal nightmare Pray for me. That is Jane in North Carolina for quote love. Well, good luck with that. Jane. The problem is I think Ed and let's see if you agree that no one's been able to go anywhere for a long time. And now, you know, people are getting vaccinated. There's people are feeling a little more safe. I think, I think in 2022 people are fucking going to be looking to get on a plane. Flights are still going to be cheap.
0: You're, yeah, it, You're, you're going to get lot a lot of people. Yeah. It's going to be a big turnout.
1: Yeah. People, people are excited to come to your destination wedding. Uh Okay. One more, at least one more email, Brian and quote Ed again. <laughs> thank, you, thank you heroes for keeping us entertained through the pandemic. One of the few good things to come from this is that, Oh, that, Quote, Ed would appreciate Parents have been prohibited From attending kids' indoor sports So I have no choice but to wait in the car Watching Netflix Rather than being forced to watch nine-year-olds Attempt to play basketball (laughs) Fantastic Also during kids' soccer games in the fall I had the pleasure of being forced to sit Six plus feet away From all of the other parents Wonderfully able to be alone That's great, that's the dream (laughs) This is Ed's life right here Rather than force small talk with other parents and pretend to care about their kids, please feel free to share any thoughts here. Well, we agree. Well,
0: the one the, thing oh, I'll say is they yeah. canceled basketball altogether here. So, yeah. So, I I would I would have loved to coach. Yeah, because I coach every year. I would have loved yeah. to coach without parents. That would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's the best. The parents are the worst part. That's why I always always assistant coach. You're because right. You don't have to deal with the parents. Yeah, you that's, deal with a, just that's the move. Yeah, and you're still, you know, you still. Still get a little of the shine from the kids, you know, That's you're right. helping.
0: That's
1: right. Uh uh, okay, Daily's Choice. Oh my god. What a while. Daily's choice. It's a choice I make. Daily's choice. Watch me while you shake. For those of you not familiar, haven't played this game in a while. This is where Ed walks into a restroom. There's one urinal available. There's both urinals adjacent to it are occupied. He realizes that he's standing between two well known people. He can only look at one of their dicks. Who's he picking? Ed walks into the men's room and is flanked at the urinal by Patrick Mahomes on one side and hollow Tom Brady on the other. <laughs> Who do you sneak your peek on? The charismatic young Mahomes? Or do you go with Tom Brady? to see if he actually Botoxes his cock <laughs> like he did to remove the wrinkles on his, I can on, see his, it. Empty, on his empty, soulless face. Ed, who are you picking? Who's who's your daily's choice in this one? Well, whoever wrote this, I,
0: I, I could not agree more. He does just have that soulless look yeah. to him.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's an empty vessel.
0: Um, I'm picking Mahomes mm-hmm. because there's just a, a way he carries himself that – Feels like there there's something brewing there. I don't wanna know I don't want to know about Brady. I want less Brady Man, in my life.
1: We've gotten enough of him, you know? Yeah,
0: it's enough. It's,
1: it's enough. Remember
0: at the end of Brett Favre? It was like, yeah. I you know, we gotta be done with this guy. Yeah. We just have to be done.
1: Yeah. No mas. Okay, this, this email continues. Ed, or both of us, Cobra Kai. Who is the loudest comer, please? <laughs> Mm, missed that song. It's a lot of loudcomer discussion on this show. Of course, we t- talked about the original loudcomer conceivably. Still a mystery. David Spade. Ed, Cobra Kai. Who was the loudest comer on Cobra Kai? Can't believe we did not. That's we shocking we didn't do our, it. A review. Yeah. Um. Well, Jason Stewart kept sending me weird texts during that. He was he was virtually silent throughout the show, except for the text <laughs> he was sending me about how I was hosting it wrong. <laughs>
0: Um, shocking news here. I'm actually watching it a second time because my boys wanted to watch it. And so I've been like kind of half checked in, but I, I, I'm, we're, we just finished season two. So I'm like going through this shit again when like a month ago I was like, I am so exhausted with this show. Yeah. You,
1: you liked it the least. Yeah, I
0: didn't dislike it and, and I will say the Johnny scenes are even better the second time through though. He's amazing. He's so he's good. He's
1: amazing. He's, he's so, so good. good.
0: But yeah. I have I have a I have a real and my hatred for Hawk grows because yeah. he's not a good actor. Yeah.
1: And um, now they're talking about a Hawk spin off, spoiler alert.
0: Uh, I'm definitely not gonna be watching that.
1: Might have to do a review with reality Steve. <laughs> he brings the numbers, Ed.
0: I won't so, I yeah. won't review I won't watch it twice, I'll say that.
1: <laughs> That's right. It does. Um
0: I got a thought on this. I think the answer is Tori, the psychopath girl. This,
1: yeah, uh, Manuel is that the b- boy's girlfriend? No, no. Rodrigo.
0: No, oh man, You're, what's his name?
1: My clothes. Uh, man, Felipe.
0: That's, that's how much I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's. Mm. I don't know.
1: Okay. Uh, well, uh, Tori would seem like a loud comer. Obviously, although she's so pent up, she's so angry all the time. And again, these all these characters are played portrayed by adult actors, FYI. Just, just like I'm not trying to, I'm not going out like Christa Leah here. All right. <laughs> she. It seems to me that while she is an adult, she hasn't experienced. A pleasure, at least with a partner, yet. And that's probably why she's so angry all the time. She's I gotta, just I gotta
0: very go. theatrical on her
1: anger. I agree. Yes. I got to go with the chalk here. It's Hawk. Hawk, you know, Hawk was getting it in with that one Hawk girl. Or, or hold on. I'm pivoting. Dimitri. Dimitri's Dimitri. been picked on. Yeah, Dimitri's like, Dimitri's like I know who he like, is,
0: but he's yeah, not. Dim- I think oh, he's yeah. too scared he's, to do anything.
1: He's getting no, he's getting it in at the end with that girl right, who got with the, the vagina wedgie. That's right. And so he's he's real pent up, much like Skolnick <laughs> and Robert Carradine in in, in Anthony Edwards in <laughs> in Revenge of the Nerds, a, a very problematic, problematic movie.
0: That yeah. third it, act it, or even second nerds, act, real problematic.
1: <laughs> these these nerds get so pent up. That it, when it when it comes time to finally release it, it's it's like a it's like a lion roaring on the Serengeti. It's just like it can be heard for miles. So I'm gonna say, whoa! Almost knocked over my microphone. I'm gonna say, Dimitri. Dimitri is the loud comer of Cobra Kai. <laughs> Ed, the author of this email, is a real Helen Keller. Luckily, it's good because it's, he's he's composed volumes here. Next, for both quote Ed and Brian, let's let's say you saddle up to a bar in SoCal and recognize Manuel from Gardena a few stories. I do I don't. I'll be honest. No, I know I may have seen on Twitter Manuel before I'm not super familiar with Manuel's what I'd
0: recognize like. his I voice well that's true that's I'd true. recognize
1: his voice you recognize him but he doesn't see you do you A <laughs> this is preposterous grab a seat next to him and get ready for two hours of listening while he talks <laughs> at you about how awful homeless people are <laughs> Or B, keep your distance <laughs> and see if he recognizes you. Or C, hightail it high tail out of Dodge before he would have the chance to get through his Brian Bradbeck's easy <laughs> the intro. And why don't you go ahead and field this one for the group?
0: I absolutely would uh, have a beer. I'd have a beer with anybody. Of
1: course. Of course you would. Absolutely. Yeah, like,
0: I'm not, I mean... I'm not inviting people to my home, but I'll have a beer with anybody. If I'm at a bar with somebody, of course. course.
1: Yes, absolutely. Guys, this is the same email, by the way. Guys, I miss your life coaching, and I actually want closure on that dude who was with that rich Swedish chick in her family. I was just telling somebody about this the other day. Remember him? Yeah, just disappeared. That was a a
0: fascinating story.
1: He was a professional that was that was offered by a a well-to-do swedish flight attendant to come live in the lap of luxury in sweden which i mean you've got a pretty high happiness quotient in sweden just saying for for a place that's near the top of the earth that gets very cold and snowy and stays light and dark for most of the year <laughs> Sweden is not a bad place to be invited to live as a matter oh, yeah. of fact, many of us would jump at the opportunity to be able to make our way to Sweden to live out the rest of our days
0: well, they they fucked up the covid uh, response too. They went with the herd immunity and then they yeah. like after a while, they're like, oh, we we can't do this. Too many yeah. people are dying,
1: but also, they don't have they the, it's more villages there. and you know, there's it's a pr- relatively big country without that many people so that's right. i could see why they went the route they did because it's people aren't really compressed into each other which is what i would like about moving there uh and and how about the hottie with the less than perfect bathroom etiquette? oh that was canard
0: i think canard moved on i'm guessing
1: wasn't what about that guy that that sent me nudes of his of the chick he was banging oh yeah and he was like he was like trying to pivot to her sister or something. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that.
1: What was, that was really good. That was a really good one. Uh, how about putting a call out to your listeners to remind them of your life coaching expertise? Would love to know if Kyle and Scott has anything on his mind that you could help sort out. Also, I kind of forgot how that delightful scoop it up song goes. <laughs> 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 Cover your ears, Ed. You mean this one? Can, can uh, you remind me? He says.
0: most problematic. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a, it's a yeah, problematic song. Oh, no, I accidentally pushed the button twice. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My, my ball is at. Ball
1: where my ball is, is at. at. That's not bad. Yeah. 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 Where my ball, ball is at. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Chicken hairs, get, Ch- to get to clucking. That's okay. It up, it your get oh, oh, oh my God! That's we that's a stay strong, ballers. <laughs> <it up>. Outro. <laughs> that's from <laughs> Toe Cutter. Oh my friend, quite Toe possibly, Cutter. Yeah, quite possibly <laughs> the email of the year. Hashtag <laughs> rip Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag guy fear. <laughs> oh, hero. Hashtag red circle. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> loud comer. Okay, what? I <laughs> missed.
0: I missed something. Toe Cutter. That, COVID is, is prevented me from hanging with... I, I used to get drinks with them once a year or so. Twice oh, a year. you're
1: personally acquainted with Tilkutter.
0: I know. I know Toe huh? okay. I, I played football with
1: them. That's right. High school football. Brian and, quote, Ed. I wanted to touch on something you guys mentioned last week about gravy. Some boxer told the world to perform a sex act on themselves and to add gravy. Yeah. let <laughs> Pretty close. Emailer, yeah. it's Adrian Broner said, "Suck my dick with with some gravy or something." It was very good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, eat a dick. Burn. I think it was eat a dick. Oh, eat a dick.
1: That's good. Yeah. Um, got me to thinking. Any list of the world's top gravy connoisseurs <laughs> <laughs> would have to include ESPN's Brian Windhorst. <laughs> That is a perfect, he is no.
0: gravy for sure. That no, guy, <laughs> that guy hitched his wagon to LeBron, smart. LeBron, yeah. And that is his whole career.
1: He's He was, he reported on LeBron in like junior high. Right. For the, the Akron Beacon or something. His and whole his, career though. That's- he goes He goes with LeBron. Uh, don't. But he looks really—he's—he looks he's like a gravy obese. eater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's—he's he's morbidly obese. He's <laughs> extremely overweight, and he looks very unhappy about it. Don't you just get a sense that Wendy really knows his way around gravies—brown gravies, sausage gravies, chicken gravies, turkey gravies, all gravies. When he eats out, do you think he asked for a gravy list? Ex- excuse me, garçon. What's what's the house gravy? I'd, I'd like to see a full list of your Italian gravies. And if, if you have any Spanish gravies in the back, can I get a flight of those as well? Brian Windhorse. Will definitely ask for more gravy. <laughs> and from his <Emma's laughs> disposition on TV, massive gravy consumption really seems to have made him a happy go lucky fella. <laughs> Not at all uncomfortable in his own skin. <laughs> Lastly, who loves which more? Brian Windhorst and his passion for gravy? Or. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton and his Need for medical grade International poon Wow bye that's from Pete and Pocatello great
0: Emails this week
1: yeah Fantastic okay let's talk Sports My name is Brian They call me the other Guy I host a podcast show, I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand, that makes you think I'm I'm not not a man It's just my cool rings, you see, they're as sparkly as can be I'm mine own Troy on DVD And and Ed, you get you get mad about being called quote Ed. So listen to the lyrics of that song right there. <laughs> but you do uh, have your own song. The There's something
0: cool about having your own song.
1: I don't have my I, own song. Yes. It's a beautiful song. I mean, beautiful song. You, you do you do have that? You, you do have multiple loudcomer songs. <laughs> which is or not loud comer, um, Daily's Choice. Oh, right. That's, that's true.
0: I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Right. The prolific bill. um, uh, Mariner's president and CEO, Kevin Mather, resigned after a disastrous 45-minute speech to the Rotary Club in which he admitted that the team was manipulating service time for top prospects, divulged contract negotiation details about those prospects, and critiqued the English proficiency of former all-star pitcher Hisashi Iwakuma and top prospect Julio Rodriguez. Brian, it's, it's, how dumb also, is this guy?
1: Also, yeah, also he tried to fuck his. He tried to fuck his assistant, oh, wow. and mult. Yeah, and multiple other chicks in the office complained he was very handsy. Uh, how do, how does someone ascend? He, you're the president of a major league baseball team. Sure, it's the Mariners. Right? Like it's most people if you're go- going hey, list all 32 31 right. however many baseball teams are, list those, they would have a hard time naming. They're going to be
0: them. in the bottom so six, 6 of yeah. recognizable teams. The,
1: they're down there with Tampa, the Giants, <laughs> Seattle, you know, Kansas City. Um I how does how do you ascend to this level? How do you head a a billion dollar sports franchise. If you're the kind of guy that makes fun of someone from Japan for not speaking English,
0: I mean, as as bad as the Japanese one is, if you are a personnel guy in Major League Baseball, you're gonna fuck with a Spanish a, a native Spanish speaker. Unbelievable. I mean, Jesus, what what percentage of prospects are are native Spanish speakers?
1: Um <laughs> like staggering, a staggering,
0: a staggering yeah. percentage. Yes. Japanese, yeah. not a good look, especially since your franchise has had a good relationship with Japan, starting with one of the most underrated players in major league baseball history. I bet marketing wise, the you know Ichiro from that point on, they're probably a a well received team in in that country.
1: Oh, they're huge, and they get a lot of Japanese players because they're on the West Coast, right? So it's it's a, a shorter flight, right? You don't have to fly across the whole United States to get to Japan. They yeah, they had the the greatest hitter of all time, not even arguably. He would be he would easily have been the hit king if he played his whole. Career. He is the
0: hit king. There's no he is the he hit, king. Is the hit yeah. king. He's the hit king. Fuck out of here, guy. Pete Rose. Not even close.
1: Also, also low key, Ichiro is one of those guys that could understand and communicate very well in English, but acted like he couldn't. That's that's a he good moved. move. It's a really good move. Uh, it's it's insane. This guy was fired. He deserved to be fired. the The, the bigger surprise is how did he ascend to this level? Because this was on like a Zoom. This was like. I don't know if it was, like, with season ticket holders or if he was being interviewed. The Rotary Club. The Rotary Club. That's still a thing? That's a bunch
0: of old people. I I know. But he he must have thought he was a real charmer. 45 minutes and he ruined his career.
1: Douche. That's it for him. See you later.
0: Herschel Walker opposes reparations, says slavery ended 130 years ago, and implied black people just need to move past it.
1: Yes. Well, Herschel Walker is the is the um rare almost I thought non-existent but clearly not he's the rare black republican they exist and that you know he's from Georgia guy was a great player and he's got his views right
0: well the one thing i would say about the the whole reparation thing mm-hmm. is it seems highly impractical, right? Which with each generation that you're not doing anything about it, there just becomes more generations that, you know, it, the, 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 uh, who gets paid, what is going to get yeah. murkier, which is sure. kind of the move for just about everything where you just try to, yeah. I mean, our treatment of native Americans, we're, we're slowly, but surely just waiting this thing out because yep. that community gets smaller. But anyway, It's just, you know, to get past it it, or if you're not into reparations, you still need to understand that the deck has been stacked and like, you know, to just move past it like, hey, hey, they got a bad shake and we should just be cool and and everybody, everybody's fine. That's not it either. And so just be like, move past it. Like, no, we can we can do better.
1: Why don't you, the, the whole, like, why don't you get over it right. to anyone? No. It's like, if you're not, you know, if you're not in that group of people, or, or it's, it's, a, I guess it's a personal, cause Herschel Walker is black. Like he can, he can have that opinion, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't speak for all black people, I guess.
0: Right. He speaks for him.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's his opinion. That's fine. Right.
0: Uh, Deion Sanders. Great athlete. Amazing, amazing yeah. athlete. Deion Sanders claimed his stuff was stolen during his first game coaching Jackson State. Uh, they, they're they doing a spring football season. And then it was later reported it was just all mm. misplaced and everything was found. Mm. And then he went back and said, no, it was stolen, but everything was there. Uh, ha- Brian, how long do you think uh, Deion Sanders is the head coach there before something major springs him down?
1: A couple f- – couple things first of all spring football what is going on i was i was in utah this past weekend i was watching the local news because the fucking internet went out of my airbnb Oof. and there was not shit to do so i turned and they had like dish network and so i was flipping channels i was watching the local news and a big story in the salt lake area was that the weber state coach had been had been uh, ex- extended his contract i guess he's done pretty well there and they're like his abbreviated season kicks off in two weeks. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. First of all, just, just don't play. Just like if you're doing it in the spring, just wait till next year. Well, it's weird next year. It's It's, weird.
0: It's weird because if there are guys who are good enough to be drafted, I mean, there are a handful that come out of those leagues. That's weird. They're going to play. Yeah. Those guys are probably going to skip. I don't know.
1: Of course they are. They should skip. Um, It's weird. Secondly, who's hiring Deion Sanders? Like, what's what's his qualification? He is a very good player, although didn't like the contact.
0: He's not going to teach any tackling drills.
1: No, he turned it down. He he wanted to live to fight another day. But they wouldn't throw to his side, so he didn't have to worry about it too much. Because but on, on the rare occasion
0: on. where somebody broke, like a back, broke it outside, yeah. Yeah. he was going to see if he could push somebody out of bounds. But that yeah. was about it.
1: Might, might like dive at their legs a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. He lived to fight another day. Uh, do you think they got him for those sunglasses and that big dollar sign chain?
0: <laughs> no, he did say, I did see a quote that he said, you know, thank God I was wearing my chains because right. they didn't steal that.
1: But then they didn't steal anything. It was all there. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it's a weird It just seems like this guy, it, this
0: guy is yeah. not going to be there for long.
1: And didn't he have a really good gig on the NFL network?
0: Yeah. He would just go on – it was before yeah. the pandemic, but he would just go on these, like, low-quality video calls with a guy yeah. after he just played in a game. And he'd be like, some game, homie.
1: No, shut
0: up. He would just say, like, <laughs> somebody's somebody's out there balling. And you're like, what? This is It was, like, worse than an Ahmad Rashad interview? Some game –
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think now now he's um he's doing something with those um with the barstool people but also how can you be a coach if you're also employed by barstool sports how' that work
0: I mean in the game they smoked an naia team right that doesn't count right
1: that's like division four uh well good for him i I I hope the truth wins out I know glad he's gotten his jewelry back or not what whatever the truth is
0: um yeah uh jerry jones's company hit the jackpot uh in quotes as harsh storms sent gas prices surging and went up like uh, something like you know 800% or something crazy yeah. um yeah. and so you know not to get all political but this is one of those things that the word deregulation seems fun, yeah. But every once in a while, it's kind of cool to have some regulations in place for things because right. if you well, leave yeah. it up to the businesses, yeah, the businesses run by dickheads like Jerry Jones, yep, they're just gonna want to gouge you if they can.
1: What about the phrase disaster capitalism?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, like what? What the fuck? Because. I know and I'm not sure how this developed, but the the public utilities in Texas who were not providing any utilities in the in the biggest storm in a 100 years where people had no food and were freezing to death in their homes, taking refuge in their cars. Oh,
0: the amount of people I was, know that ha- were melting snow in their bathtub, Like I know like four yeah. people that were talking about this.
1: Horrible, and the and the utilities immediately jacked up everybody's rates and started sending massive bills to people. Fucking jackals. I th- I think they put a moratorium on it. The governor did something, but still, like,
0: well, but what the I did, fuck is that? I, How can that exist? I did read that company made its annual
1: profit in two days. Oh, interesting. What a shock.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's unconscionable. Yeah. Just capitalizing ca- capitalizing on yes. people's fucking misery.
1: Yeah, read some of those stories. There was, you know, people's roofs were were caving in. Fucking pipes were bursting everywhere. It was fucking people awful. Died. People, people died. People died and people needed help and they got a fucking bill. Fuck that.
0: Yeah. Uh, what else? Pro golfer Michelle Wee hit back after Rudy Giuliani told some creepy panty story on Steve Bannon podcast. I guess her putting stance and uh, he was talking about how he was checking her out. She was probably yeah. a young golfer.
1: He's even discussion of Rudy Giuliani. He's so repellent, lecherous, he's so disgusting. The teeth, and you know there's something going on with the feet because you've seen those shoes that he wears, and they're oh, like yeah
0: those those big. big fucking like slipper looking things.
1: Yeah, they look like bread loaves or something. <laughs> That's because there's something got he's got he got the toes going all over the was top of each other.
0: I bet maybe gout.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, could be gout. Gout, you know, gout is where urine backs up into your feet. Right. That's, that's, or it's leaks a, into your feet or whatever. You disease urine of kings, right? Isn't it like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich man's disease. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Rudy Giuliani's, did not, not, not just politically. He's an opportunist. He's disgusting to look at.
0: He's vile and to he look at. he shouldn't be,
1: he is, he, sh- he shouldn't be commenting on anybody's appearance or trying to fuck any young Golf players, yeah. or anyone for that matter, besides his cousin who he married. <laughs> Reminder he not only fucked, but married his own cousin. <laughs> so, it's, hey, there's that.
0: Oh, but he probably did it in the 1820s, right?
1: No, that's no, just like in the 90s, <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> this is when he was the mayor, just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I believe my wa- he was the mayor. My, yeah. <laughs> Meet my, yes,
0: me my wife. Meet my
1: wife. Right, who we, who we also moved on from? Well it's time, it's sports Non sports Non sports segment, segment Non sports Non sports Non sports Non sports sports I'm talking about the now. Non-sports, 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 oh. Ed, the Non sports Non sports sports Sports. What's happening in the non-sports world?
0: As as mentioned uh, a little earlier in the show, Rush Limbaugh finally died and the hashtag Rotten Hell was trending all day after he died. Uh, Mm. But Ron DeSantis, the uh, governor of Florida, he ordered all flags to be lowered to half-mast in honor of his friend Rush Limbaugh.
1: Well, that's because Rush single-handedly kept the Florida's number one uh business pill mills alive for several years
0: yeah he was putting he was putting in some big numbers in the yeah. pill game
1: that that one street in miami that had like 78 um pain clinics on just the one block that was most of those were for to fulfill rush limbaugh's needs he would send his maid down there um i'm sure it's, rush limbaugh passed away and i'm And that's very sad, for someone I assume, not me.
0: And and there, there can't be the both sides of them because there's he he was a bad human being. I mean he oh yeah he was he was a very bad human being making fun of would he would
1: celebrate the the deaths of AIDS victims on his show.
0: He he yeah. he delighted in it, and I listened to him. Loved it. I listened to him once. I heard clips over the years, like of him making yeah. fun of Michael J. Fox and all these things. But yep. I listened once because I had to go drive somewhere the day after Obama was elected, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on on talk radio?" And it was just overt racism. Like it was, it was scary how racist. I was like, "Oh my god, He's, this is what goes on." It was crazy.
1: He, he, he famously told a black caller to take the bone out of their nose. <sighs>
0: You know, but he was, radio. but he was just a bad, he was a bad human being. Like I also, yes, you know, there, are, there are other conservative people that I don't agree with, but you know, I don't agree with Sean Hannity, but, but Russell Limbaugh took it yeah. to a new level of being a, just a despicable person.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, he made it a cottage industry. I believe he he made somewhere around $80 million a year. Uh, yeah, doing that job now. That means that means he was supported by a great many advertisers.
0: The opposite of that, a guy whose legacy grows constantly. Alex Trebek, his entire T- TV wardrobe was donated to men who are homeless or leaving jail and try or uh, addicts that are trying to get their lives back on track.
1: So Alex Trebek was a, a champion of homelessness. He paid for and built shelters in the San Fernando Valley where he lived to help the homeless in his town. This was, this was his cause. Great dude. So it's not, it's not a surprise that he also donated his suits. Great dude. Fantastic host. Great Canadian. Amazing mustache. And yeah, is missed.
0: Um, it seems like there's another intervention uh, kind of underway. Yeah. Bam Margera was booted from Jackass yeah. 4, which I was excited to read. I didn't know there was going to be a Jackass 4, so I'm always excited about that. But uh, they gave him some conditions of his employment there, and uh, yeah. he couldn't abide by them. So, uh, And now I think he retweeted somebody or something about like boycott Jackass because Bam's not going to be part of it. Like. Bam's a mess. This is not he's about This is not about Johnny Knoxville. This is about Bam. And yeah. he's a mess. Yeah.
1: He's very he's lives outside of Philly. He's very puffy.
0: I mean, he looks terrible he looks, in the recent pictures. He looks
1: terrible. He's I mean, Ed. I mean, we kind of know – we can kind of ballpark Bam because he's been around. But even I would guess at his age, and I bet he's younger than I would guess.
0: Uh, I'm going to say Jackass was like 2000 when it first came out, Yeah, something like that. Yep. So 21 yep. years. I'm going to say he is 48, 49
1: 49. 49. Pretty good guess. I'm going to go a little bit younger. I know he started out young. I'm going to guess that he is just a little over 40 years old. 42 years old, I will say. 42. Oh, pretty close. September 28th, 1979,
0: age 41. Whoa. I thought he was older than just, me. Huh.
1: I know. West Ch- Chester, PA. Um, but if you look at him, he just looks bad. He would be, and I hate to say this, he, he'd he be a solid choice in any kind yeah. of uh, death pool. I, because I, he just looks bad.
0: From accounts, he just, he just went into a spiral when Ryan Dunn died. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like he's kind of one of these people that when they eventually go – it's not as big of a surprise. Like it's sad, but it seems yeah. like he's just been a mess since then, which was probably like yeah. 12 years ago or whenever it was.
1: Yeah. 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 It's terrible. Just because, just because he's quite a talent. I mean, he's sure. very prolific. He was a, he great, was a good skater skateboarder. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he really has a lot to offer the world. Hopefully he can, he can dry out. I know he's been to rehab many times. Hopefully he can yeah. he can get it together and, and move on. Because remember, Steve O, he was a mess too.
0: He was a the, big mess and he's he's seemingly on track. Sober.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's a big sober champion and very uh very active and, and involved in the uh, in the new jackass, jackass four. Nice.
0: Um we've we've done a number of stories about Dolly Parton and uh you know she's she's done great deeds, and she recently declined a proposed statue. People, a petition had overwhelming support of her having a statue at the Tennessee State House. She turned yeah. it down. She said, "I don't think putting me on a pedestal is appropriate at this time." And she said something like, Amazing. "After I die, if you still feel I deserve it, fine." But like she's she's a fucking yeah. legend. She's the best always. She,
1: can, she like everything she does is the right thing. Yeah, she's just an angel.
0: She really is terrific lady
1: she helps she helps people she's she's a tremendous she's a very prolific artist she's just always on the right side of anything she chooses to be involved in she's amazing love her
0: um, the United States in the same state the United States found and deported a 95 year old former Nazi living in Tennessee. Um but he was under he was in disguise. I'm surprised they knew he was a Nazi. His name was Friedrich Karl Berger. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if that guy's, Hard to know. He's ninety-five, he's German. Let's yeah. let's do a little let's do a little poking around and see if uh he mm. certainly fits yeah, well, a, least... he was about twenty five when oh look <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's,
0: you know what? what that grumpy what old man down the block. You're like, you know what? Fuck you. There's a good chance this guy was a Nazi.
1: Yeah, it is weird. You know that of quite a few of them ended up here. Yeah, right. I guess you know things were open back then. Sure, but he was so the some, right color to Brazil. He was Argentina. the right color. <laughs> they let him in. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. But I like it. You know what? Just because he's 95. Fuck you. You never paid for your, your sins there, yeah, buddy. Dang. Beat it, you crummy old man.
1: No, no. Certain things just don't go away. No. When you're a fucking guard at a concentration camp, we're going to fucking put you on trial for that. You got to own like, that one. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. You got to own it. I don't care what you don't, age
1: you are. I don't live that one down. Uh,
0: yeah. 69-year-old Gerard Depardieu who seems like yeah. he's been 69 for like 30 years now.
1: Yeah, he definitely does. Uh,
0: he was charged with raping a 22-year-old French actress like two years ago, and they dropped the charges, and they're like, yeah, it's back. You're charged with rape.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Gerard Depardieu, we've done stories on this show. On playing About right? how much wine he drinks, yeah. It's doesn't he doesn't he like start just pounding wine first thing yeah. in the morning? Like it's a, like an all day wine thing. He drinks him? Like, like a him, dozen bottles,
0: but he doesn't have yeah. the same constitution as Andre the Giant. Like, I think he right. he gets real sloppy on airplanes and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He gets he gets shit faced. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, hey, let's, let's root for the truth there. I hope this I hope this this woman gets her justice. Yes. If in fact. Oh, and it, hold on. Breaking news. Yeah. Depardieu, according to this story, actually 72.
0: Oh, maybe he raped her when because when, they said the charge was, was from 2018. So right, yeah,
1: right, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean nobody's nobody wants to get raped, but it's gotta be especially bad if your assaulter is Gerard Depardieu. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: in the in the world of terror, how about this? Buffalo Bill's house from Silence of the Lambs to become a bed and breakfast.
1: Where'd they shoot that?
0: I feel like it was like a Pennsylvania, Ohio kind of situation. Yeah,
1: looks like it, terrifying. That's like
0: Rust Belt well, hell, there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're never gonna catch me at a bed and breakfast anyway. Oh no! So
0: I've no. I've been to I've been to a fair share of them.
1: Wow! Wow! like you come down you come downstairs and the fucking nan asks you how you want your eggs in the morning and shit.
0: I've done it in Europe kindly old irish lady out in the irish Ooh. countryside i'll take it
1: i mean were there were there other s- travelers uh yeah
0: there's something depending on the size oh you're not sitting at the no. table with them it's if they have like no, no no it's like if they have like kind of a cafeteria style like oh i i wouldn't I'm not, i've never stayed yeah. in a place where at the same table. You know my feelings on like potluck. You. I don't want to be yeah. – no, but I've I've never been in a situation – if it was one of those, I just wouldn't go to breakfast.
1: Do you – like when, when you're coming downstairs and she's serving up your morning haggis, do you go and like check out the, the – make sure the dishes are clean? And like <laughs> do you do the like glove thing on the counter? Because you're very concerned – about the cleanliness of other people's dishes I know. and you don't know how they keep their kitchen when they're when they when they bring that pot of chili to the <laughs> to the office pot Yeah. I, so how do you know this I don't know. this lady keeps it clean I
0: just yeah. I, I I mean when I say I have done it probably like 3 times in my life but it's that, it's not none know, so it's not none
1: yeah it's no it's well more than none <laughs> it's 3 times which is quite a few in my
0: opinion uh oh. <laughs> Fox News host freaked out over Disney Plus's disclaimers before episodes of The Muppet Show. People were talking about cancel culture. It it wasn't canceled.
1: Yeah, it's just, hey, there's disclaimers in front of every show.
0: I mean, The Muppet Show, great show. But like, yeah, they were having like musical acts with the Confederate flag. So they're just pointing out, hey, you know, this was a different time.
1: Oh, like Skinner? Skinner was on the Muppet There's,
0: Show. There, Johnny Cash, I think.
1: Yeah, the the Muppet Show is was not necessarily a kids' show. I mean, it was, right. but it was a it was a, for everybody. You know, it was, was a lot of adult humor on the Muppet Show. But, it was a fantastic yeah, show.
0: It was a fantastic show, but I, you know, occasionally they probably hit on a few stereotypes. But I mean, the disclaimer: right. who gives a shit? It's a disclaimer.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Swedish Chef. Uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Beaker, he was he was a now, little affected by um, all the chemicals in there. I'm all the about
0: the whole Dr. Teeth scene. I like Zoot, the, the saxophone player, the, the, the electric yeah. mayhem. Oh, awesome. They were great. Yep. Um, Animal? Yeah,
1: yeah. He was like pretty much every drummer, a maniac. Yep. And also Miss Piggy. She needed it. She did. She liked to fuck.
0: She was real oh. angry. But she could have cooled oh. it with the karate oh. chops. The karate chops were a bit much. Yeah.
1: It's true. You know, calm down. That's a lot. I agree with that.
0: Uh, your boy. We just mentioned him, yeah. Chris Deal. Yes, he broke his, yeah. He finally broke his silence on the sexual misconduct allegations. Everybody was waiting to hear what he yeah. had to say, and he goes, "I know it looks bad." Yeah. <laughs> Correctamundo. It's, it
1: only looks. It only looks bad because it was very bad.
0: Very bad.
1: And he, and always, always bad when you start your apology by saying, um, everything I did was legal and consensual. Right. (laughs) Like whatever comes after that, if you have to say that part, the rest is not going to look good for you. Uh, you know, it's, uh, he was grooming, you know, and also. Guys in their 40s should not be trying to fuck 19-year-olds. I don't care who you are. It's disgusting. It's gross.
0: It's a tough, tough situation. Um, It's it's
1: right, especially if you live in the Fort Collins area, Boulder, (laughs) Denver. Uh,
0: Cincinnati Customs agents seized 44 pounds of cornflakes covered in cocaine instead of sugar. Now.
1: Okay, this is interesting. Now,
0: I've got a lot of – first of all, the question is how, how did they figure this one out? Yeah. Um but also the, the headline writer cornflakes yeah. covered in sugar oh. are frosted flakes. That's all they are.
1: Oh wow.
0: Cornflakes wow. don't have the sugar coat.
1: Yeah, disgusting. They're both gross. Um how how are you supposed to access the cocaine?
0: Yeah, do you do you sniff the, the individual flakes? Or do you I mean or you, Because you can't so, cereal gets like mushy like what
1: here, here's my guess. It wasn't it, so frosted flakes. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever tried frosted flakes, but I know the 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 frosting is like cummed to the flakes. It's like, it's like dried.
2: Like
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. My guess is that they just pulled the shit where they dumped the cocaine in with the flakes, and they're just like, look. This is just frosted. Flakes the sugar just and not, settled not, not to the bottom, <laughs> right? Not thinking anybody's going to notice. That would be my guess. And then they get it to the place and much like Maria full of grace, they separate the flakes from the cocaine and then they repackage the cocaine and, the, and Bob's your uncle. So I don't like, that would be my guess. Cause it's not, it's not like they're actually going to glue the cocaine to the flakes because then what you're out on the street. You're out. You're out in the low rises with D'Angelo Barksdale, yeah. and you're you got yellow tops for everybody. But it's actually you're like I got corn pops. Yeah, you, and it's like people like do people smoke it? Like how do you how do you ingest the cocaine? You got to be able to get the cocaine into your bloodstream.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to. Fr- far as I've heard, freebase like crunch crumbled up exactly crumbled up yes. uh, flakes.
1: And then you got then you're tasting the then you're inhaling the flakes, which. Honestly.
0: It's kind of gross. Can't be
1: good for you. No. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah.
0: Um, So the Oregon police pulled over a man named Nathan Danzuka. Uh,
1: Bedford Forest. It, oh.
0: And uh, outside of Portland, a couple hours outside of yep. Portland, uh, in a hit mm-hmm. and run, he was driving an Explorer, a white Ford Explorer. Yep. And remember, we, we did a story uh, last week about how it was bullshit. Bruce Springsteen blew a 0.02 blood alcohol content. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, this DUI check on the man in the Explorer broke records. He blew a 0.77. That's... How is he alive?
1: My my understanding is that's twice the death limit. I believe that...
0: They should be studying Nathan Danzuka.
1: Yeah. So just this week... Um Johnny Damon.
0: Yeah, he he pulled a big number, right?
1: Johnny Damon's only forty seven. Wouldn't you have thought he would have been like fifty-five?
0: Yeah. I could see
1: that. He retired a while ago. Yeah. Johnny Damon was pulled over. He got a DUI, and of course, the old lady got uppity with the cops. Mm.
0: I saw a good headline. I think it was the Daily News, and they said he he pulled off the retired baseball player Triple Crown because he is a uh Covid denier,
1: oh yes, he doesn't Maga enough.
0: guy, and now he gets the DUI. Yeah. He hit the triple crown.
1: He's a maga guy, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's part Asian. I was gonna say he's native.
0: Oh, Asian, he's part Asian.
1: I was going I thought Native American.
0: Mm, I think I thought it was
1: Asian. I I don't know. Um, but he was point three, which is super. That's th- more than That's three bombed. times the legal that limit. That is bombed. It's it's your blood is thirty percent alcohol at that point. So this guy's blood was seventy seven percent alcohol. He had more al- much more alcohol in his system than he had blood. I'm
0: guessing that dude's organs are not in good shape.
1: Yeah, not healthy.
0: Not and healthy. finally, we we gave him an mm. RIP. Larry King's wife, Sean, I believe, she is suing after a new will cut her out. It was handwritten by Larry. Yeah. And uh, it cut her out altogether and gave it all to his kids.
1: Well, two of those kids are his. So that means the, the mom. Or hers. is be Or hers. That's what I meant. Uh, the, that means the mom is beholden to the young kids to have it doled out to her. Of course, she's trying to turn it over. Remember, we had a big. We covered uh, thoroughly on this show the Casey Kasem. Oh,
0: yeah. She was she was throwing ground beef at people.
1: Yeah, and she remember she was she wouldn't return the body. She yeah, she, she squirreled him away in his last days to like Washington or Oregon. Yeah, or something she was moving him died. around
0: too. Yeah,
1: and then she wouldn't give the body back. Nick Tortelli's wife. Kay, yeah, yeah. Casey Kasem, Gene um Casey Kasem had like a hundred million dollars. I read something, and this had to be a typo. It said that um, Sean King. Not the not the um washed out <laughs> Tampa Bay the, quarterback Sean King or but or the, the uh oh yeah
0: yeah yeah I was thinking
1: Can, Kansas State, where do you go to school? Um not not that Sean King Tulane, but the I believe Mrs. Larry King Sean King. It's the story I read said she would have no access to his two million dollar estate. What? Oh <laughs> yeah. Just, Just missing the, a couple of zeros there. Like dude
0: has been I out there. Know, there I know forever. Larry,
1: Right, Larry King liked to get it in, and he he you know he he lived a good life. But I can't imagine he went to the grave with less than and I'm being extremely conservative here with less than fifty million dollars in the bank. Like he's Larry King, he was on CNN for eight hundred years every night in the fucking prime slot. He he had a syndicated radio show, a column. Right, like, when you have syndicated anything.
0: Rich. You were rich. $2 million. No fucking way.
1: Of course not. That's insane. Uh, Okay, let's wrap it up. Excellent job, Ed, as always. For Ed Daily, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 360 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. TBLS. Yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcasts getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Talking loud comers, conunders, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters are love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot, listen up. You play as a shot callers, tbls the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless.